What do you think of the lady who showed up and just licked Fushi? Yep. That's the other lady I was referring to from um, from uh, March, the March episode. Yeah. Can't fucking stand her. Why is she there? Why is this island full of people I can't stand? <laughs> I, Me and Zach like, both why? are just like... Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, there's so much shit to come, too. You can't stand her well. Get I used mean, to her. <laughs> Hello, hello. Welcome into Animan Plus, episode 43. I'm your host, Alex Light, with Sparky3. Hopefully you are having a phenomenal day, whatever day you are listening or perhaps watching this podcast over our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Sparky3. Make sure to give us a like on the video, subscribe to the channel, keep growing it. We'd greatly appreciate that. We've, uh, we're doing pretty good on subs right now. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it going. Be a friend, tell a friend, share it out. Uh, we don't have a whole lot to talk about today. Not a whole lot popped off right now, which is kind of understandable. Tokyo's in its lockdown right now. The Olympics is going on. A lot of stuff's happening right now over there that's not involving all this stuff. But we do have some things to talk about. Most notably, uh, Comic-Con is going down. Uh, we got the Dragon Ball Super panel. Um, as of the time of this exact recording, this exact moment, we have no idea what's going to happen. But we will include a reaction in this episode. So hopefully it's going to be a good one. We'll see. Uh, do have some Hitman Reborn news, which makes me very happy. It's kind of on the smaller side, but it's still pretty cool. But, uh, I mean, you know, we got normal anime stuff, you know, having a great time. We do, you know, obviously as normal, we have our sales numbers to talk about. Some very interesting increases on these sales numbers, which really caught my eye. And as always, we got the boys here. We got Zach here in studio. Zach, how are you? I'm doing good. Ready for another one. Here we go. Yep, ready for another one. Ready to knock this out so we can go play some Pokemon Unite. I mean, we'll see how long we can take this. That's true. That's fair. Uh, and then, of course, over the phones, not over Zoom yet. Uh, Going to be doing a lot of revamping on the overlays here soon. We have Josh here on the phone. Josh, how are you? I honestly thought you guys were calling me so that we could play Pokemon Unite, and then you blindsided me with this, so thank you. You're welcome. Uh, that's what we do. Uh, I like to throw stuff on you without giving you actual context, just kind of put you on the spot and see what you can do with it, kind of like the inspirational speech. How's that going? What inspirational speech? This guy. This son of a bitch. <laughs> this son of a bitch. Well, first and foremost, guys, make sure to go follow us at Twitter, at Animan Podcast. We'd greatly appreciate that. Uh, and also go follow uh, my other podcast, Lighthearted Gamers, at LH Gamers Podcast. Yes, they are not popping up on the screen. It's because of the, the re-switching around. Got to fix that, but don't worry about it. The links are all down in the description below, so no worries there. Zach is just like, oh, no, I don't have my links. Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, my bad. My bad. That's my <laughs> fault. You, and if, lastly, if you want to support us further, the Patreon is a great way to do so. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Sparky3. That link is also down in the description below. And uh, before we actually jump into the news, quick shout out to both the boys here. Both their birthdays are this upcoming week. So happy birthday to both you guys. I appreciate everything you guys do for me. Uh, Zach, you'll also get a second birthday shout out with Lighthearted Gamers. But shout out to both these guys. If you're watching on YouTube, wish them a happy birthday. Go f check them out on Twitter as well. You, wish them a happy birthday birthday there you know what i didn't know the slight offshoot is apparently my employees someone apparently told them what my birthday is and they've written it down on like several calendars oh that's an asshole move <laughs> i'm just like what that the is. hell that is an asshole move <laughs> yeah shout out to both them their birthdays are actually back-to-back -back days so like i said make sure to uh wish them a happy birthday if you could i'd appreciate that i appreciate you boys everything you guys do for us technically i was born on a leap year so my birthday shut only up, happens every up, four years shut up 
So I'm gonna mute you, I'm turning you down. All right, so let's go ahead and just jump in the. All right, I'm gonna turn you back up, Josh. Um, all right, so let's go. Through, let's go through the shoutouts. Number one, uh, Dan to Dan is coming to Manga Plus in August, and Josh, that is by who again? Uh, the assistant to Fujimoto on Chainsaw Man. Thank you. And apparently, it's just as weird as Chainsaw Man. Correct. That's what I've seen. I'm very psyched to read it, but see, I don't read things illegally because I'm not a pirate. Um. So since it's coming to, um, can't Plus, to I can't relate to that one. I'm sorry, I, I can't relate to that one here. Me and Zach are reading Tokyo Revengers every week, but you know it is what it is. I mean, I buy them digitally once they come out. Uh, that is true. That is true. This is, you got a good guy over here. Uh, but yeah, shout out to that though. Manga Plus. Uh, it's that's when it's coming out in August. So if you're interested in that, make sure to check it out. Uh, we do have a little tidbit of One Piece news. One Piece has sold 490 million copies worldwide. That is now beating out Batman to be the second highest selling comic in the world. Superman is number one, which is really no surprising with the ten year that Superman has been around. But uh, at this rate, you know, One Piece can end up dethroning that at some point down the line. One Piece is going to go on for 15 more years at this point, so we'll see. Um, all right, we d- here in a, here in a few years we have the Dragon Ball 40th anniversary, but starting this year is going to start being celebrated. So starting in September, from September until November 2024, a different artist will be redrawing all 42 volumes of Dragon Ball once a month. The first one that we got to see was a redraw of volume 11 by Kishimoto. Looked pretty clean. Uh, but so I'm, I'm, I'm actually really pumped to see these. Uh, I'm curious all the artists they'll get involved with these. I think it's going to be a pretty, I think it's going to be pretty cool. So my curiosity, which I think I understand about how that's worded, it makes me sound like every month we're going to get a re-release of the entire volume done by another artist, but I'm assuming it's just the actual it's just, cover. It's just the cover, but what you just said would be awesome. I would love would. that. That would be so cool. I would totally pick those up, but it's going to be just the cover. That would I'd be a great collector's item. Just, yes. how, just seeing the different art styles of Dragon Ball. Yes, I would. Only, I absolutely love that. That'd be so cool. The only problem is they're like random. So the first one dropping is volume 11. Wait, is it going to. Wait, hang on. They're not dropping it in order? Hold on now. No. No, they're uh, random. That's, that's news to me. I thought they just showed yeah. off eleven because it's Kishimoto. That, that okay? That's weird. Uh, that bothers and me. Kishimoto is the whatever. first one dropping. So yeah. Okay, yeah. I I just assumed that was the first one they showed because it's Kishimoto. I didn't know it was gonna be random for, you know, for that entire time. But I mean, I mean okay, I whatever. Would, I would assume forty-two volumes. Like you know, Oda's gonna do one. I feel yeah. like they would have shown that one off too. Or like yeah. you know. Um, like, I figure all the big jump names right now would do one. Looking forward so, to seeing what the, uh, what the Mashal one will do, the Mashal creator. Uh, I bet it will be amazing. I bet it will be amazing as well. Uh, so still talking about Dragon Ball here, of course. Uh, Comic-Con is going on right now, and we do have the Dragon Ball Super panel. That's going to have Mosco, the director of the new movie. Um, I think someone from Shoeisha is going to be there as well. Obviously, the head of the Dragon Ball, yeah. Thank you. Head of the Dragon Ball team at Shoeisha. Uh, we can safely assume we're going to get to see something on the movie. Uh, we don't know what it is, and due to our recording schedule, we record every Thursday that's trans, uh, taking place on a Friday. We don't know what's going to happen yet, but we are going to cut to a clip now. It could be a two-minute clip because it could be very lackluster, or it could be a five-minute clip, or who knows, but it's going to be me and Josh reacting to it. So, yeah, we're going to cut to that. We're going to see how it goes. Bye. 
boom, it's reaction time. Hello, it's uh, it's me. We have Josh here on the phone as well. We are, of course, recording this the day after, uh, a couple days after we recorded the initial podcast. So Zach cannot be here. He, of course, has to work. He's a busy boy and all. Uh, but Josh yeah. and here are here to talk about uh, San Diego Comic Con. Of course, we have the Dragon Ball Super panel that we had teased the week prior. Uh, Mosco, the voice a- uh, actress for like Goku, Gohan, Goten, etc., was there, as well as one of the uh, top guys at Shueisha, the director of the new movie, and etc. Uh, and of course, going into this, we kind of anticipated we would get to see something out of the new movie. Maybe not necessarily a full-blown trailer, kind of something kind of on the short side, similar to when they initially showed off the Broly movie before it was officially confirmed to be Broly. And that's more or less what we got here today um, with uh, what is now called Dragon Ball Super Superhero. I can only assume Great Man is going to be a primary focus in this movie. Josh, uh, yeah. what, what did you think of the uh, the title? What did you think of the very brief little CGI teaser that we got? This movie, you know, the, we we, you know, we, uh, we saw some reports, I think earlier this year, talking about this movie and talking about how they really wanted to go like above and beyond for the animation, really just kind of blow you away with it. And it looks like they're going in the full direction of CGI, which we could have probably guessed based on the multiple bits of Broly that had a lot of CGI in, into it. Like, like what we've talked about this before, like when Broly was like punching Vegeta through the mountain and stuff like that, that was very heavy CGI yeah. POV and stuff. What did you think of uh, the little quick teaser? You know, obviously, you know, we didn't see much kind of Goku just kind of stancing up, whatever. But the, the main point is the fact that this movie looks to be completely CGI. What's your thoughts on that and the title? Well, we'll start with the title first. When I first read the title and it said Dragon Ball Super Superheroes, I was like, ah, oh, it's a lot of supers for one. That is a lot of movie super. title. Yep. Um, and just the, the flow of the title, it just it kind of sounds funny. Um, as far as the trailer itself goes, um, I'm I'm not quite sold on the the full CG animation. Um, we'll see if it actually is or if it's just you know for the teaser and the fights and stuff like that. Um, I think the biggest takeaway from this teaser trailer is the release date. Um, it's scheduled for 2022, but there's mm-hmm. also a note under that that says um, may vary depending on region and country. Um, so I, you know, would assume that it's going to come out in the later part of 2022. Uh, we'll probably get it over here 2023. Um, so I feel like that's the biggest takeaway is that, yeah, scheduled for 2022, but that's probably just for Japan. And granted, you know, nothing major happens with the pandemic or anything in the next, you know, few months to a year. Right, right. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree to that. Uh, you know, for us over here in the West, I mean, we probably, you're, you're right, probably won't get it until early 2023. At the best, maybe end of 2022, if we're lucky. Um, you know, because I feel like when it comes to the other countries, I feel like we're going to be the, the, we're going to be the next stop, you know what I mean? Based on terms of just like, you know, the kind of sales dollars they bring in, I would assume, I I, I want to say the U S and just North America in general, uh, is going to be kind of higher up there in terms of what they're going to get out of sales and everything. So I would yeah. assume we'll be one of the first stops outside of Japan, uh, but you're right, probably 2023 at the best late 2022 you know for me that biggest takeaway is definitely going to be the fact that it looks to be a completely cgi movie you know i saw a lot of uh, other dragon ball fans kind of sounding off about that they were that they were just kind of uh 
unsure and uneasy about that uh, about that direction. Um, you know, I like what they did with Broly. It was very unique. I like the uh, I like the the POV shots, of course. I thought those were really cool, really different. Uh, but a full CGI movie, I mean, with it being Dragon Ball, a property of that level, you know, you you can very safely assume that it's just going to be absolutely incredible across the board. They're not gonna, oh yeah, you know, they're Definitely. not gonna they're waste gonna, yeah. any money making sure it's done right. But I I don't know. I'm still I'm, we're, me and you both being Dragon Ball fans are still excited to see this, but um, full CGI that is kind of yeah. sus is the way to put it. It's a little iffy. I mean, the teaser trailer makes it makes it look good you know uh, obviously without seeing more of the movie or more clips or anything it's it's kind of hard to tell it because it you know it could very well be a mix uh on the other hand we did get some um some uh some art revealed for the movie so we got you know uh piccolo's home so piccolo's going to be in the movie uh we got a young pan and what i can only assume is going to be either the bad guy for the movie or you know part of the the villain squad um, I don't know if you saw those pictures I threw in Discord. Um, uh, no, I did not. I, I, I didn't see the actual uh, villain uh, that you're talking about or the presumed villain, but I did see the shots of Pan and Piccolo. Yeah, I, I threw them in Discord. Uh, the presumed villain, there's two of them. Uh, one's, you know, kind of red. It's got a one on him. The other one's mm-hmm. blue. It's got two on him. Uh, the one that has the one on him has one fin. The one that has is in blue has two fins. Um so I can assume it's not going to be anything manga-wise. Right. Uh, like any kind of villain. Because I know, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but was Broly teased in the manga before the movie released? Because um, I feel like right after the tournament of power, doesn't, isn't there a, a panel with Goku and Vegeta fighting Broly? The panel, the panel of them fighting Broly was after the movie, after the movie was confirmed. Okay. Yep. So, okay. I just I figured because the tournament of power right ended in that same chapter. Um, yep. So yeah, I didn't know if there was anything that might have been hinted in the manga, or if it's just completely new for the movie. Um, but. Uh, I'm gonna probably safely guess it's gonna be completely new for the movie. Uh, the way the what you described doesn't sound familiar to me at all uh, in terms of you know as a manga reader. I'm actually going to pull it up right now. See what uh, you sent. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, no idea who that is. Zero clue. What the? Yeah, nah, that's a true Dragon Ball design. That's for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> that is a Dragon Ball like a design. Frieza Cell and Kid Buu all in one. Yeah, basically. Uh, so with you know seeing that, it does kind of put a little bit, a, just a teeny bit more clarity on the whole superhero title because I could say that looks like a Dragon Ball style superhero. Uh, oh yeah, I am. I, I with with just that title alone, I am very curious where the direction of this is going you know um oh yeah i will say just the title of alone let me ask you this because this is kind of how i feel do you feel like just seeing the title and now like seeing those do you feel like any sort of kind of disappointment where it's like you were kind of wanting something more out of it out of like what you know the title to kind of set you up i mean obviously i still think it's gonna be a very enjoyable film because it's gonna look beautiful and everything but uh do you did, did you feel any sort of disappointment because i personally did you know once i saw the title superhero and now i see these i'm just like okay i mean this is gonna be a good film but like i don't know i, I i'm i feel a little bit disappointed like i was like, wanting something more what about you I mean, I can definitely tell you on that. I mean, if we look at the Dragon Ball Super movies, you know, we had Battle of the Gods, so we knew what to expect there because we got introduced to, you know, Beerus and Weez and started the whole right. Super 
you know, thing. Then we get Resurrection S and we know it's going to be Frieza, you know, kind of hype for that. And then we get Broly and we know it's going to be Broly. And so now we get Superhero and a lot of people are expecting maybe a Cell comeback, maybe like a Kid Buu comeback since, um, you know, Kid Buu is referenced in the manga years ago. Uh, maybe even making Janimba cam- canon or something like that, or Bojack even. Um, right. Since that's what Dragon Ball Super is about now, is making these old filler movies actual canon. Right. Um, so, you know, there uh, there could be a little disappointment in that, depending on what you were expecting for the movie, especially with how Dragon Ball Super has been going. Um, and just, you know, kind of the lack of details right now. True. Just because... You know, like you had mentioned before, you're right. Last year when we got the, or a couple of years ago when we got the trailer for, or the teaser for Broly, we knew it was going to be Broly right off the bat. We already knew what we were expecting. And so now, you know, kind of don't know what to expect. Because right. with the title Superheroes, it could be a heavy Saiya Man uh, movie just because, you know, we Please. already got, we already got the, the pre-release like artwork of Pan. So we know, you know, a younger Pan's going to be in the movie. So you know, is it going to focus on Gohan and Great Saiyan and, you know, Videl and Great Saiyan Woman, or is it going to be, you know, Goku, Vegeta, like the Dragon Ball that everyone's used to? If Great Saiyan does not make a prominent appearance in this movie, I'm going to walk out of the theater. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's the best reaction to it. I mean, yes, the title is Superhero. If you don't show me the one superhero in this fucking series, I'm walking out of the theater. Please, now, give me great say, man. Let me ask you this. How would you feel if it's like an Avengers-style movie oh and <laughs> everyone's forced to be a superhero? Because I kind of feel like that might work just trying to see Vegeta like, forced to be a superhero. I'd be for that. I'd be for it in terms of it'd be funny. I still think yeah. it would. it would go back to what I'm saying about disappointment for the film, but it would be funny, and I'm here for it. <laughs> But uh, I mean, no. I think I think that's about it for our general reaction here. Um, I mean, yeah. it, it was very short, sweet, to the point. Uh, it's just more, you know. We'll see what else is to come out of it. And uh, I mean, like I said, I'm I fully anticipate. It. I'm sure, as all people do, it's going to be a great film. The teaser, the the actual trailer, will probably blow us away when it comes out, and it's going to look cool. But you know, do I do you know keep just keep expectations kind of at a minimal. You know, is one thing I'd definitely say. Uh, I, I don't have the same level as hype as I did for Broly. No doubt about that. Yeah. Um, but with that said, let's uh, just do our cut and get back to the regular show where we're about to well, talk about one of my favorite series of all time. Yeah. Well, before we jump off, I would like to say Dragon Ball Super movies, Dragon Ball movies in general rarely disappoint, but Dragon Ball Super movies very rarely disappoint. So, you know, maybe we, if we set our expectations so low, it's going to be the greatest one of them all. That's true. That's a good point. So looking forward to seeing what's coming out of it more. And now let's get back to the regular show. Bye. All right, guys, we're back. Hopefully, whatever they showed off with Dragon Ball Super is legit. We'll leave it at that. We'll let the reaction. I can't do- we talked for an hour. About I know it. we talked for like two hours on this thing. I don't know, man. It's crazy. But anyway, it was just a mobile game. Everybody, <laughs> Pro- honestly, with with the rate that this <laughs> shit's been going this room. year, it probably is. So yeah, hopefully, whatever it, it is, is dope though. Josh, you were gonna say something? Sorry, I said it, it's it's just the Dragon Ball Escape Room. Oh, yeah, see that that's probably what it is. I don't know, but hopefully, it's cool. We'll see. 
uh, the reactions there. Anyway, let's move on. Um, all right, so this news, last little bit of news we have for the week. Like I said, not a lot of news popping off between the you know the lockdown that we have going on, the Tokyo Olympics, kind of on the quiet side, but that's fine. Um, so this one was actually pretty exciting to me. The moment Josh put this in our Discord for like items for script, I immediately got excited. I'm just like, let's fucking go. This is my shit right here. So Netflix Japan is adding oh. season one of Hitman Reborn to Netflix, which is awesome. More seasons are to come, and, you know, of course, because of this, fans are begging Netflix to add it worldwide as well. I am immensely hoping this is the case. Um, you know, Hitman Reborn, of course, is my favorite series of all time. I've talked about it. Every bonus cast, I mention it majority of episodes absolutely love this series and maybe with it coming to netflix you know and bringing it worldwide which that's the big thing because you know you know hitman reborn is something that never really came over here you know it has within the last few years thanks to crunchyroll Mm -hmm. uh and it did get the uh, english release with the blu-ray you know two sets of blu-ray did finally get english uh, release a few years ago but i mean this series is like you know mid 2000s ended in 2012 i mean but it's just now kind of starting yeah, to come out over here a decade old now so so it, you know, if it gets released worldwide i'm gonna hope that it brings in like more fans kind of bring some more life back into the series because i mean even over in japan this series still has a ton of life i mean they have literal hitman reborn cons still you know to celebrate this series which is crazy to me um, which yeah, that all, you know, the reason why I'm hoping for all that is because of course, if you're a manga reader, you know, this, there are still two arcs that never got animated. And I still stand by that. Those are the best arcs in the series. Even though the, even though the last arc was kind of rushed there right at the end, it got weird. It did, but it was also very brutal is one thing I loved about it. It was super brutal. That last fight was immensely brutal. And I would love to see that animated. And if we ever see it animated, I'll be calling bullshit. I know you will, <laughs> especially with how it ends. But, I mean, to me, especially the uh, Simone family arc, that is still the best arc in the series. It's my favorite arc of all time. Make sure to check out our favorite arcs bonus cast. Was that a bonus cast or just part of an episode? That's so long ago. I don't remember. I don't remember. I think it was a bonus cast. It might have been a bonus cast. I think it might have been a bonus cast. We don't know our own catalog, people. <laughs> We'll no. figure, hey, we'll, we? we'll get it together sooner or later, right? We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, and but, see, when I when I put this in the Discord, first off, when I saw it, I immediately thought of Alex and was like, "All right, yeah. I'm just gonna throw this in there because you know he's gonna want to talk about hell it." Yeah. But secondly, too, my reasoning was, even though Crunchyroll is pretty big, Netflix is way bigger. More people have it, true. and more people watch Sharing. anime through Netflix. Yeah. So, if let's say Hitman Reborn does go on Netflix and they put it on worldwide, and it does really well, I mean, there's a chance that Netflix could end up just picking it up and either either going, like, the Hunter Hunter thing and right. redoing the entire series or just, redo, like, making the last two arcs. Like, that's always a possibility with how it Netflix is. is jumping into anime now. So, And the big thing is, like, you know, in this, in this case, it's getting the opportunity to get the hype brought back into it which can help yeah. prompt that happening. But also look at a couple other things that's happened within the past year of Shaman King getting its re- reboot. We have the final season of Bleach at, on the way at some point. Still radio silent on that. We have no <laughs> idea what's happening, but it is happening. So, I mean, at least if you bring over to Netflix, get more eyes on it, it does give the possibility for a reboot, which, you know, I know Netflix is kind of, ha- you know, it's kind of in- iffy. Right, it's kind of iffy with some of the stuff they've produced. We we can acknowledge that. You know, a lot of people yeah. can as well. I don't even give a shit. Let's do it. Netflix, take it, please, <laughs> take it, get it done. Or, you know, cause, cause, or even better, you get your, you get a live action version from Netflix. All right, stop. We're not gonna. We're not. Don't don't put those demons on me. Okay, you've already got your <laughs> demons. One piece. Don't put those demons yeah, on me. All right. 
But, uh, I mean, it, it, let them take it, though. I mean, keep in mind, the studio that did it once upon a time, it, they, they're no longer a studio. They got dissolved. So the rights for the anime is up in the air. So, I mean, I would love that. Honestly, I would just love a reboot of the series because I'm sure, as Zach can agree with me, the anime is kind of rough because, like, the future arc, for example, would have literally <laughs> no shit anywhere from a three-minute to, like, an eight-minute recap of shit you've seen a thousand times. And it's, like, the same You're recap. You're watching the last, like, eight minutes of the previous episode at the beginning and the next episode. Like, and that's the whole future arc. Like, everything up before that, it's not that bad. I personally like the two filler arcs that's in the anime. I thought they were really good. Um, but that, okay. that future arc with how they the, do those recaps were just unfucking necessary. We yeah. didn't, we didn't need that. That was way too long. So just do a reboot of the series and finish the series. Let's do it. I'm here for that. That, that'd be an awesome time. I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. I, I realize it's not going to happen probably, but I'm going to be hopeful. All Hitman uh, reborn fans. Let's be hopeful on that. I, you know, I, I know Netflix has had a kind of a sketchy record, but I'm going to go ahead and put my trust in them. They may pick it up. Uh, so with that, let's hop over to our anime talks for the week. Uh, so first and foremost, uh, My Hero Academia 103. I actually just remembered before we started recording, I didn't watch this. This was the Yoraka and, you know, the girls episode, whatever. I forgot that I totally didn't watch this. So what 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 went down? What's going fan on? Fan service. Yeah, fan service. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. We got two That's beach scenes and they took down some villains. But we got two beach scenes. That's what everyone wants, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. A bunch of middle school age <laughs> girls at a beach scene. And, and and the seal guy. The seal guy was in it too. Yeah. I did see that. Yeah, so. Oh, oh which yeah. I love the whole he's just Captain Falcon. Really? Because there's a moment where he just goes, Selkie Punch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, any any other thoughts on this episode? I mean, do, I mean, I don't feel like there was a whole lot that went on just from the preview and just from just the basic stuff I've seen. I mean, like I said, I forgot about it completely. Yeah, no, there was nothing to actually move the plot of this of the show forward. It was just there. No, I guess Erica got a, her new costume. Oh yeah, that is true. I did see a little uh, picture of that, so I guess I guess you got that going for us. What was the? Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming the preview for the next episode brings us back to the Endeavor stuff, right? Yes. Uh, I did see that I think the villain arc is starting the episode after, I believe. Um, I think I saw something about that online, but I could be wrong, so don't quote me on that. But uh, after this next episode, after 104, it's about 105, I think the villain arc is going to start. I think that's what I saw, but I could be wrong. Um, Josh, what went down in One Piece uh, 983? You know, it had a, a you know pretty bomb-ass you know, ending last time with how beautiful it was animated. What do we got going on this time? Uh, the animation in this episode was really good as well. Um, it's it's not a lot. Uh, it does start the raid on Onigashima. Well, more or less, they they make landfall. Um, so did I just, just based out on yeah, everything. I was like, did, did he just brain die? <laughs> I was gonna say, crickets. You all right over there, buddy? Crickets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean. I was trying to remember. It, there's it's like not the really law a lot. backstory just, all over again. Yep. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, they just go over the plan on the raid, and uh, they make landfall, and the samurai end up destroying their boats and kind of, like, freaks everyone out because they're like, how are you going to get back? And Kinemon's like, we're not going back, showing that they they plan to die there. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they all get their uh, Animal Kingdom pirate costumes from Kinemon's, uh fruit 
his devil fruit, which I forgot what it's called. And I mean, more or less, that's basically the entire episode. It was really well done. It was done, I believe, by the same person that did the last episode or directed by the same person that did the last episode. Um, just as far as content, it's, you know, there's not a lot to talk about. Uh, the next episode actually starts the raid. So I'm Shit's very excited off. for that one. Yeah. Well, what about uh, Dragon Quest uh, episode 41? Do we have anything decent going on over there? Are you still just beating your head against the wall? I mean, so this episode actually had a couple good moments because the whole previous episode was the build-up to the fight against Mr. Vern and his army, mm-hmm. and we have a whole moment of uh, Crocodile and the military guy he saved being surrounded and fighting. Pop, ma'am, the rat... Chew and show up after lefting die to help, and it has a good moment of just a montage of ma'am just beating the crap out of these hollow soldiers because there's a whole moment where Pops just like, I thought your refract factor fist only works on the living things, and she just drops while they're flying and goes, I just need brute fur- force, and proceeds to wipe the floor with them. And has a whole little montage of her doing a bunch of martial arts stuff and landing in front of Crocodile, only for Crocodile to be the audience and just whistle and impress it. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you were saying that, yeah. Because <laughs> he, he just looks at it and just whistles like, I can't whistle, so. Um, real impressed, and they're just like, yeah, we can do it. And Mr. Friend's like, that's a joke. My army's immortal. Releases in Hulk. God dang, that's loud. Yeah, I just <laughs> muted him. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I understand Mr. Vernon's a bad guy, but damn. Um, yeah, he releases more soldiers just like, I can call back as many as I want. As they're about to get charged, Hunkul reappears, cracking, splitting the earth, dropping the entire army into the ground. And for everyone to look at him like, uh, he is the savior that they've always needed and will always need. And ma'am has eyes for him and Pop gets uh, his inferior inferiority complex. Also, Pop had a moment, too, of just using magic and blowing stuff up. Well, that's always good. Good for Pop. Then it proceeds just to go play Hunkel as the rest of the episode, or the other half of the episode of him fighting Mr. Vern and everything, Mr. Vern being stronger, telling him he was the strongest when he used dark and light. <coughs> Cold, fun stuff of him saying you've grown weaker because you chose justice, yada, yada, yada. Then Mr. Vern traps everyone, and he's just like, you can only stop me if you go back to the dark side. He starts to go to the dark side, and man, being the plot-blocking woman she is, goes, no, don't do it, Hunkel. I don't want to see you like that. And Hunkel naturally goes, you're right. I almost made a mistake. Justice! And gains an order of justice and manages to break and throws a spear at Mr. Vern, and the episode ends. And you were saying you didn't really want to watch the next episode, right? Yeah, because the preview just goes like, Oh, <laughs> Hunkul has discovered his power of justice. But it's not enough to beat Mr. Vern. Can Dai get the... And Dai shows up with a new weapon. Is his weapon strong enough to fight Mr. Vern while he's thrashing everybody? We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I still feel bad for you all the time. <laughs> You're just stuck with this fucking thing. And it's my fault because I just left it on the script. And he just, he's, he's got dedication to the script and he just never put it down. What about Tokyo Avengers episode 15? How are you guys feeling about this one? You know, in this episode, uh, you know, got a follow up where, um, 
you know, Takamichi's goal is to get Baji back that per, you know, that's mm-hmm. Mikey's request. And uh, Takamichi is getting the breakdown of all the delinquents out there by one of his buddies, the, uh, the uh, delinquent encyclopedia, as they call him. And then we get introduced to um, Kazatora. Thank you, Kazatora. I'm glad you just read my mind. You knew that I forgot. <laughs> I appreciate that. I really do. Uh, so we get introduced to him and brings Takamichi back to the Valhalla base where he's getting to see like a rite of passage, a rite of truth, whatever, however they worded it, where Baji's beating the fuck out of his number one guy, Chifuya. Uh But what do you guys think of the episode? How are you guys feeling on it? I mean, it was good. It was animated very well. Had a whole real good introduction to Kazutora as a character and the whole reveal of he was the sixth person in the picture yep. that Takamichi saw in the yep. previous episode. And just he may have a couple screws loose by the fact that his two subordinates, his closest subordinates, he just broke their legs and they're chill with that. And Kazutora is just sort of, yeah. I'm gonna kill. T- I'm gonna kill Mikey. <laughs> right, but you know, no, re- no, no real uh, context on it yet, which is obviously coming soon, uh, because the, like when it kind of even led up to that, where he, you know, Takamichi made a comment where he's like, uh, you know, I figured someone as popular as you going to my school would be kind of known and talked about, and he's just like, oh, well, I was in in juvie for years, and uh, he's just like, oh. Why? And he just says because of him, like a super dark tone, which then leads up to like, oh, I got to kill Mikey. So more to come on that. Josh, how did you feel about everything going down? Uh, You know, one thing to also note about this episode that you're going to get to experience going forward as well as uh, anime viewers is, you know, this episode is kind of, you know, even though he did appear during the Battle of 8-3, this is going to be really the beginning of where Chifuya is going to start to come into play as uh, more of a major character here in our cast. So how are you feeling about this episode? I really like the episode. Probably the best part is when uh, they're going to the Valhalla base and Takamichi just realizes, like, what the fuck did I just do? Yeah, exactly. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck did I just get into? Yeah. He's like, he's beating the shit out of his, uh, what is it, like, his, not his, uh... His vice captain. Yeah, his vice captain, yeah. He's, like, beating the shit out of his vi- vice captain as part of, like, that ride of passage. And he's just, like, <laughs> he just, he's like, got the feeling, he's like, I'm next, aren't I? Yeah, for a second there, he's just like, you know, oh, shit. He's like, I'm about to get my ass whooped, aren't I? But no, thankfully, yeah. he's just there to be a witness. <laughs> that's, yeah. You know, just to confirm, yeah, that's what Baji said. He was kind of being a dick. Yeah, that's what he said, yep. <laughs> Punch in the face. No, yeah, I, I, I sort of appreciated, sorry, Josh, to, uh, that shot when they go. did that. was just the fact of him, them going, everyone going, kill him, kill him, kill him. And they're just like, he's just brought a witness. And then suddenly there's just some rope and whatnot to look like a... Uh, yeah, it just happened. Stand? It happened yeah. so quick, <laughs> where it's like they're like they're like yeah, like like a wind stand everything, man. That was great. It happened so just fast. From one to the other. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very curious at how how or if he's even going to convince him to go back. So pretty excited for the next few episodes. Yeah, it's going to be. We'll find out soon. Yeah, it's going to be Ish. a good time. Yep. I'm ready for Bloody Halloween. So. Yep, me too. Bloody Halloween is going to be absolutely incredible. So just get ready, everyone. Get ready, Josh. You'll be in for a time. I'm uh, ready. What about uh, two year eternity? Are we uh, are we ready for that? Are we ready for what's coming? You know, it's pain most episodes. Listen. It wasn't too painful this time. Here we go. Do you want the rant button? No, you don't have to give me the rant oh, button. No rant I just want to say right. this episode wasn't painful, but this island is so full of people I don't give a shit about <laughs> that it hurts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck those kids. I can't stand them. 
<laughs> and well, fuck what's her name? I can't stand her either. Tonery. Yeah, Tonery. Yeah. Um. Well, Alex, I feel like Josh is gonna enjoy this arc then. Yeah, I would probably I would probably agree to that. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I probably am gonna enjoy this arc too. Like I I I told you last like the first time they were introduced, I was like, I wish you would have killed those kids, and I wish you would have killed that fucking bird. Can't stand them, and I still can't stand them. They're all little pieces of shit. Like you know, I'm sure there's like more to it or whatever, but like as it stands right now, I can't stand them, and I wish they'd go away. <laughs> I I do gotta ask though, Josh, what do you think of the lady who showed up and just licked Fushi? Yep. That's the other lady I was refer- referring to from um from uh March, the March episode. Yeah. Can't fucking stand her. Why is she there? Why is this island full of people I can't stand? <laughs> I, Me and Zach well, both why? are just like just <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, there's so much shit to come too. You can't stand her well. Get I used mean, to her. <laughs> Basically, you've already, you've already told you've already told me. Yeah. So I I know to look forward like what to look forward to, but just when she started just licking his face, I was like, oh fuck this bitch, why? <laughs> That's fair. That was my reaction reading it. <laughs> like once once I I had to stop at the page and and really look at it. Where I'm like, wait a minute, fuck this bitch, she's back. Yeah. No, ah oh, man. See, and I then ha- he transforms into a uh, what's her name, and I was Pinora, like, Nora, I think is her name. Yeah. He, you had already like kind of spoiled that for me, but when it happened, I was like, "Oh God, I liked her." And then this bitch <laughs> over here. Well, I had a different reaction whenever she sh- showed up while Fushi was sleeping. I went, "Who the hell is that?" <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crazy bitch is what that is. Uh, I think uh, you know we only have uh, six more episodes of this, right? Mm-hmm. So you know I, I do have I, I feel like Zach can agree. I feel like I, you know I do have a general idea of where this arc's going to end. I would probably Which say it's going to be weird. I would probably guess like the boat, right? Is that probably where you would guess it's going to end? No. Oh, where do you think it's going to end? Well, uh, never mind. Don't let's not talk about that. <laughs> I would be yeah. vague as possible. I think it's going to end with the small event that happens afterwards. After the boat. After. The island. Okay. All right. I'm following. Yes. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Six episodes. So we'll see where they finish I mean, up. That, that'll be like one episode because it has to show up because it's the, what's going on in the opening. Right. Right. Uh, all right. What about the uh, the anime that I will not watch with the creepy spider people? What's going on over there? Moonlit fantasy, whatever it is. Yes. Oh, uh, you, know, you know what? I told Zach you weren't there. I, I didn't get a chance to watch it because we were playing Pokemon Unite last night. I did so. hear that. I was just busy some, mm-hmm. doing something. My bad, my bad boy. It's all good. It's all good. I didn't watch my hero. I forgot about it. Forgot it was a thing. Uh, but yeah, what what what's going on with the spider people? Um, what what can you make me cringe with today? So, um, I already hate it. RMC <laughs> uh, wakes up to find out that he's been healed. Um, finds out that the spider is now this uh, black-haired beauty in front of him who's been become his servant and he even questions I thought it requires my consent then they just sort of skip over it because uh, Shin shows up with a dwarf and just like hey here's a dwarf Uh, they want to join you he goes on I'm an elder dwarf we make all the special um, webs and whatnot and gets ready to do this whole spiel about how he wants to become um, Minamis Yes, I remember this time. Because his last and first name both start with M. 
Yeah, that's that's annoying. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that be, but um, <laughs> he has this whole spill ready to ask to join his land, and he just goes, "We'd like to join in." He goes, starts going. Dude's just like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> he's like, "Oh, really? Yeah." Yeah, you know, as he's about to say, "Yeah," you can just Shin pushes him aside. He's like, "You got to do this, this. Make me a katana. Pay taxes." <laughs> help with the building of the town and everything and he's just like okay fine that happens he tries to continue walking to try and find a town full of actual humans only to get called back in by Shin for Shin and our new uh, contracted person to demand he names them because they must have names and that's a whole thing where he eventually names Shin Tomoe, and the spider lady Mio. And we find out that one, giving them names apparently gives them power, but they don't want him to do that. They want a natural name because screw him. They want a name from their master. They are both willing to apparently uh, attend to him at night <laughs> from this scene. And yeah, no, it's a whole thing. Because they... <laughs> Because he goes to name Mio first and Tomoe's, stop, I'm the first servant. I have to be named first or I'm not willing to let you attend to him first. And her embassy's just like, attend? Like a <laughs> night alone together? <laughs> <laughs> he, him fully realizing he's just a high school student <laughs> and everything. Uh, Spider Lady is super whole, hard in love with her master. I bet she's super hard. Mm, yes, yes, she is, actually. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Spider. Um, oh. Then they take about to only find out that he's brought the dwarves have shown up and they've both brought their people. So he's now got dwarves, orcs, lizards, and the Alki, which is Alex's favorite people, the spider people, Ugh. all have vowed to him to serve him. And then they t- proceed to have a crowd source of what they're going to call him. They have three signs of either uh, young lord, um, Master, or I forget what the third one is, and more or less is a cheering contest of choosing which one he is. Mm-hmm. They do that. Then he proceeds to go to a village again, only to be attacked upon arriving at the village. And he goes back to his people to ask what he did wrong, and it's like, it's probably because of your aura. Aura. Yeah, you just have this demonic aura. It looks like there's just tons of demon lords standing behind you. And it has a nice picture of like five demon lords approaching this one girl waving a hand. <laughs> and he goes, well, you can condense it um, to sort of hide it. He's like, oh, okay, I'll try that. Oh, it worked. Really? But how much? One of the demon lords disappeared. <laughs> and also because of the goddess, he can't speak to the humans because he apparently can't speak common. Because she only gave him the knowledge to learn languages of everything not human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that makes it even better. Like not watching, but knowing that yeah. he only allowed him to talk to all the like creatures, but no, that's that's even better. Then proceeds his montage of learning the common language and trying to speak it, only to fail and decide he's just going to write with magic. He eventually gets in the town, pretending to be a merchant, with his two servants, um, to go to a guild hall to where they register and assign their levels, and you find out. Tomoe and Mio are super overleveled because the strongest person in the town is 440. Uh, Tomoe is 1,358. Mio's 1,500. And he's level one. 
I hate it. <laughs> hate everything about it. It's so good, though. Shut up, Listen, I, so in addition to this, I've also been watching uh, that time I got reincarnated by a slime. And <laughs> That's from, a good series. It is really good. Uh, and it sounds, it's a lot like this is. But like, I just want to tell you guys, because Alex, have you, have you watched it? No. The time I got reincarnated? Okay, so while we're on this subject, it's basically the same thing, except instead of like, you know, his family coming from that other world and him being transported there, he gets killed yes. in the real world and gets transported there. But like, it has me had me rolling when he, he was like literally dying and it's like telling his uh telling his people like his kohai please yeah he's like please destroy my computer wipe it please <laughs> and the best part about that is in that episode at the end of that episode it actually has during his funeral scene in the other world his kohai <laughs> actually has the computer it throws it in a bathtub <laughs> 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 actually animate that. <laughs> yeah he throws it in the bathtub and he's like, rest in peace, senpai. And I was like, it's so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never checked out that series. I know John's recommended it to me a lot. I mean, it's good. I, it doesn't have spiders. I, well, that's a, that's a big win for me. Spiders. That's a big really win for me. Uh, one random thing that I watched, uh, I mostly did it while I was uh, working on some podcast stuff in my office and everything, and I was I was taking care of some other things. Is I I did uh, start I watched like the first four episodes of eighty six uh, English dub out of curiosity. I don't like Shin's voice. I can tell you that. <laughs> I do not like Shin's voice mostly because like you know especially you know j- just from what you see out of Shin in season 1 and you, you already get a very good grasp of where his character is mentally and emotionally mm-hmm. and just from me going through now four full no- light novels I'm currently on the fifth light novel just still that's still how he is I feel like the English dub had too much emotion you know too much positive emotion is a way to put it like he still has like that depressive bad boy type of vibe to him you know he does but he's more like when he speaks he is a little bit more enthusiastic in the english dub a little bit more upbeat to a point gotcha. than he would be in the sub that was my one beef uh i i don't really care for theo's voice either and since that's obviously a character that makes it mm-hmm. that's why i did look listen to that one as well as the other ones uh but i will say even though i don't really care for theo's voice the voice actor did do a very good job with his with his little outburst. Ramp. Yeah, he did do a very good job. Like the way that it ends, of course, is uh, you know, just I, I really do feel like he delivered it really really well. Where he just ends it with "You didn't even ask for our goddamn name," and that was like the end of it. I, he he delivered that very well. Uh, but other than that, I didn't really care for his voice in a normal sense. Um, but Shins is probably my biggest problem because I just feel like it is a little bit too positive. You know, for the type of character that we have, who's like a very serious, very like uh, monotone type of character. You know, I just feel like he brought in a little bit too emotion. A good example is the I I stopped watching with the uh, the names episode, right? Mm-hmm. So whenever she asked him, um, you know, for, like for his name, you know, obviously in a normal in you know the normal shims, just like oh well, I just didn't think about it. And Shinai, you know, Shinai knows him, whatever. You know, just kind of like that. But then, uh, you know, in like the English dub, he's like, oh, yeah, I just didn't think about it. Yeah, it's Shinai Nosen. You know, a little bit more positive. You see you see the difference like that. Yeah. So that doesn't really fit the character to me. But everything else is, is pretty much fine. Like I said, Theo's is a little off, but at least Theo did a phenomenal job with the rant. But, I mean, it's all right. I was just listening to it out of curiosity while I worked. Um, sub all the way still. I'm, a, I'm still a sub guy, of course, but I was just curious. <laughs> anyway. You say that, but all I can think is like one of the first times... 
We hung out and you put on freaking fairy tale. Dial. I know that was <laughs> hey, that was the dark times. Okay, I was I was I was misguided. I was confused, <laughs> but we've got it. We're good now. We figured it out. All right, so what about we've all uh, been there? Don't so, worry. Uh, yeah, we've all been there. So speaking of fairy tale, let's talk about uh, you know heroes. You know, new series Eden Zero episode fifteen. What do you think of episode 15? First and foremost, the episode lo- was very beautifully animated during the, the our climax fight sequence. You know, we're still in this uh, this game world. And uh, Shiki's, you know, finishing off the fight with this uh, Reaper guy. And Shiki's just doing mad hacks thanks to Hermit. You know, Hermit just does, like, extreme programming and just boosts Shiki's skills and stat points through the roof to beat Super his ass. apathetically. Yeah, exactly. Just not giving a fuck. She's like, yeah, okay, I can do this too, I guess. But, uh, I mean, what do you think of the episode? I mean, it was good. It looked visually well, um, did notice I was able to focus more on the fight because there was a lot less fan service shots in this episode in comparison. Um, I mean, overall, it was a nice episode, mainly just uh, Homura dealing with her fake, learning stuff about that, Shiki fighting yep. Reaper guy, and then Weiss being absolutely cocked, just shut down. Shut down. <laughs> That was my favorite part. So, like, you know, we're about to have, like, this really nice, serious moment of Weiss, right? He's about to really say something, like, super positive and super cool to Hermit, whatever. You know, he starts getting it. He starts talking about it, and then he just, bam! Yeah, he just disappears. So, the reason why he disappeared is because, you know, when Hermit started entering all the, uh, like, the programming codes to, you know, give Shiki a buff, she's just like, you know, like, you know, in her very emotionless voice, she's like, yeah, I can do it, but, you know, whenever you do this, someone gets banned. I like playing this game, so I'm not going to use my account, so why is I use your account so you get banned? And, you know, why is the moment he's like, whatever, I don't care, I don't play this game anyway. Well, literally right when he's going to give his speech, that's when the ban hits. So he just disappears, and it, Hermit's like, oh, yeah, I did use his account for all those cheat codes, didn't I? So he just got banned. Well, it wasn't <laughs> even like an afterthought. She went, I told him I was going to use his account. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that was great. Um, what was you guys' favorite episode of the week? Mm, I will go with uh, Sukumichi. Okay, Josh. Uh, I'm gonna go with Tokyo Revengers. Eden Zero for me. Eden Zero Fifteen was a good watch. All right, let's hop over to uh, manga time. We'll kick things off with sales, of course. Uh, we are still tracking. This should be the last week of tracking for the week. This weekly Shonen Magazine bunch. Uh, the new bunch is now out over in Japan. So in episode 44, we should see sales numbers for whatever's coming out in August. Uh, so the last update that we have here for this batch is uh, we have Fire Force Volume 29 with 143K, Seven Daily Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse Volume 2 with 108K, Hajime no Ippo Volume 131 with 81k Shangri-La Frontier Volume Four with 70k Ranger Reject Volume Two with 58k. Man, I gotta say, like, I mean, I get it's a popular series. I get the animes are done really well. I get that it's you know got its long tenure in the magazine. But since we've started tracking weekly Shonen magazine sales, it really does kind of just blow me away. Like, holy shit, Fire Force is a fucking monster of a seller. Yes, it is. Like, th- like that's 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 news to me since we've started tracking this. I just think that's really cool. Uh, of course, we're still tracking the July volumes for Weekly Shonen Jump. So the latest update, and some of these updates are very interesting, mind you. Uh, so we have Black Clover Volume 29 with 124K, Mission Musical Family Volume 9 with 32K. Hey, I like to see that. That's better than some. Of, that's better than how Mission Musical has been here as of late, which is not surprising. We're, you know, this volume is covering the big arc that we just finished up. Uh, a Gravity Boys uh, Volume 6 and Volume 7, 6.9 for 6, 6.5 for 7. 
I find that kind of weird. They both got 3,000 more sales since last week. They did get 3,000 more sales, but I do kind of find it weird that they just happened not to be a little bit closer, you know? But, yeah. well, I mean, whatever. Uh, Undead and Luck, Volume 7, 38K. Hard, Boiled Cop and a Dolphin, Volume 4, 6.9K. Now, here's a big one. This really caught my eye. Phantom Seer, Volume 4. We've talked about Phantom Seer a million times on the show. Uh, 21K copies sold. The last update that we had last week was 9K. They had a very massive bump in that one week, which is insane. Uh, me and Robico Volume 4 as well, 15.8K. The last update that we had for that one was 7K. ITLC Volume 2, of course, still unranked. And lastly, the newbie, the uh, the Volume 1 for one of our new new series here, Elusive Samurai with 67K, which did double. That's Good. ridiculous. Yeah, it did double in just a week. Now, man, let's take a, let's take a moment here. Phantom Seer, that is a big boost for Phantom Seer. Elusive Samurai doubling, big boost there. It's insane to me. Like, you know, what what are you guys' thoughts on some of these sales? Because I find, like, Phantom Seer and Elusive Samurai, like, doing what they did in a week, I find that just absolutely insane. I mean, Elusive Samurai, I'm slightly surprised by. I mean, it's a good series, but that first volume can't be anything worth a damn. Those are the, those are the slow chapters. Those are the slow chapters. <laughs> yeah. You're right, you're right. As for Phantom Seer, I mean, I mean, it's nice to see... There was a strong fan base even when it was being ended. So, I mean, will we see anything out of this? I doubt it. No. At least not showing up from Shonen Jump. That's Maybe true. give an opportunity to that author and artist somewhere else. But, yep. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see them going to, like, Jump Plus or something. Uh, here's my thing. Because, I mean, I, for one, don't really know the demographic of, like, people that are purchasing, like, manga volumes in Japan. You know, they're getting all these magazines weekly, whereas over here, we don't get them weekly, but we get the volumes. So it's just really insane to me that they are jumping up that high. Right. Because you would, you know, you would think like, oh, if you can buy the magazine and just read it weekly, you don't need the volume. And so it's more or less just like collectors or someone that maybe hasn't like read it yet and picking it up for the first time, which Mm -hmm. is even more insane that like, you know, that that's happening and that's doubling. So, because, like, over here, I I wouldn't, like, be bothered if, you know, the sales had doubled like that because, you know, a lot of people aren't paying the subscriptions for, like, Biz or Shonen Jump or something or Crunchyroll to, like, read them weekly. And so that's just, that's my take on it. Like, that just shows me how insane it is that the sales have gone up that much. True, true. And ho- hopefully, like, Phantom Seer, like, the artist, the writer, both of them, I know a lot of people were complaining about the, the writing, but the art was amazing. But, I mean, for it, like, doing as well as it is, being a series that's been axed, like, I hope they do get another chance. I do, too. And, you know, I, I can't help but to think, you know, it, I don't think it's ever been done. So, it's like, you know, I think this, and it's, like, automatically, it's like, nah, it's not going to happen. But I can't help to think, like, just with how well, like, Volume 3 did, how well Volume 4s did, it's like, would jump have the balls to step up and say, okay, maybe this shouldn't have been axed and bring it back, but with Jump Plus. I'm going to say no. I don't think they've ever done that before. But, I mean, I can't help but to think, are they at least thinking that? Has the, has the conversation been brought up? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 would, are they, I, would, are they? I would put money and say the conversation may have been brought up or the thought crossed their mind, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah. I, I will say I, w- I would not be surprised if the thought did cross like the editor-in-chief's mind where he's like, 
damn, maybe I shouldn't have axed that. Maybe we should have just moved it yeah. to Jump Plus or something. But Like the Suecia boardroom, they're just like, so who was responsible for canceling this one? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, more or less, it's probably more like, oh, Phantom Seer's doing a lot better than we expected. But look at our new series we put in there that we got rid of Phantom Seer to bring That's in. That's true. That's true. He's a little yeah. samurai, man. That That is popping off. 67K for volume one, man. That is really good for Shonen Jump. Uh, and like I said, it doubled in just this one week of tracking. So uh, looking forward to seeing uh, the next batch for Weekly Shonen Magazine. Like I said, that should be on episode 44. We should start to see some sales numbers on that. So I'm looking forward to seeing what's coming out. Like I said, man, I'm, I'm glad we've started tracking those numbers because it just it does blow me away how much of a monster Fire Force is. Like Fire Force is popping off in terms of sales. And same thing with Seven Deadly Sins. Volume two, over a hundred hundred K copies sold. It's pretty solid, man. It's pretty solid. Um, last little bit of news here for manga stuff for you is uh, just a friendly reminder. Uh, there is no new updates for Weekly Shonen Magazine or Weekly Shonen Jump this week because of the Tokyo Olympics. So just a friendly reminder. Uh, and then the next Weekly Shonen Jump issue, of course, is issue 35. And as we mentioned last week, that will have the cover on My Hero Academia color pages with High School Family, which Kubo saved, and Undead Unluck. And then some other notable things to make note here is, of course... JJK is coming back, so that is very exciting there to see what's going to be going on. We also have that uh, Endeavor's Mission 17-page uh, special. And lastly, a little friendly reminder, uh, Dr. Stone will be on a break for that issue. Real quick, because you mentioned the color pages for My Hero Academia, I just remembered something me and Josh completely skipped over because over fan service episode. It was a tie-in episode with the movie. Oh, shit, was it? Yeah, because right at the end... Was it? There's a whole. It wouldn't surprise me. Talk with uh, done that. Selkie and uh, our dragon hero is just like they were working for some organization in Europe, and then it just shows some big gaudy golden uh, broom and some guy that looks like he should be in a Dragon Ball set, glowing blue with some sort of weird earring, saying, "All oh, it doesn't matter. We have already what we need." That makes a lot more sense for this episode then because uh, yeah. I don't think – I can't remember. I mean, I, I know all the movies have been tied in some capacity. I don't remember the second movie tie-in mm -hmm. to the anime, but I, I very clearly remember the first movie tie-in. There was an end of the episode. I think that was around when, um, you know, they right after – no, I, I don't remember exactly when for sure, but I remember the end of the episode where All Might came up to Deku. It was a nice sunset and everything and uh, told him that, hey, I'm going to this island – where the first movie took place, I want you to come with me. You know, I, I remember that tie-in to the anime. I don't remember the second movie tie-in, but you, you saying that, that makes a lot more sense for that episode now. Yeah. Movie tie-in yeah. episode. That makes a lot more sense. Movie is coming out literally next month, I think. Um, looking uh, forward to six. seeing that. Comes out on August 6th. Yeah. Uh, so two weeks. Yeah, it's coming out yeah. very uh, Hopefully, uh, Hopefully it'll be out for us later this year, uh, probably early next year is my guess, but I'm going to hope later this yeah. year. I'm going to fingers crossed on that. Uh, last bit of manga news we do have, just a, again, uh, once again, a friendly reminder, after issue 35, we're going to have another double issue for Shonen Jump. That next issue will be 36-37, so that means after that we will have another break. So that is it for the manga sales and news for the week. Um, so shout out to the shout out to those sales numbers, man. Pretty solid numbers. And like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing what, uh, August, what the, this new batch for weekly Shonen magazine is going to bring. So with that said, I guess we can hop over to uh, our manga ratings for the week and see how we're feeling on all that. Um, do, 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 let me pull over here. Bum, 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 bum. 
All right, it is a uh, manga rating time. Uh, right. That that yeah, that page does work. I did fix that. I'm not. I did not. I did remember to fix that one, kinda. All right, so let's kick it off. Uh, one Piece, 1019. Josh, how you feeling on it? The color page looks nice. Feeling, yeah, the color page does look nice. Um, I'm feeling pretty good about it. I'm gonna give it an eight. Uh, I'm also gonna give it an eight. Uh, that ending was pretty hype. Looking forward to seeing what's coming yep. out of that. I'm gonna give the EX a seven. Did you wait? Hold on. I know you said the color. Wait, hold on. Let's, let's back up. Are you caught up on it now? Oh, hell no. I just read the extra page of when them and Alabaster and Sanji cooking. Okay. Oh, yeah. That one was really good, too. <laughs> makes more sense. Yeah, was, the, the food wars tie in. Yes. Was, all right. That makes more sense. I was kind of concerned there. I was like, whoa, hold on. I mean, I can read 200 <laughs> chapters in like two days. I know. But. You have that dedication. So you're you about to catch me off guard, like how Josh likes to catch us guard on Once on a Blue Moon that he read something. You know, catching up to a random series. Uh, what about uh, My Hero Academia 320? How, how are we feeling on this one? Nine. I'm giving it a nine. Very good chapter. I'm going to give it an eight. Wow. <laughs> well, Josh gets to play me this week. <laughs> yeah. So you're telling me you're not going to give it a nine because Denki called Deku stinky? I mean, come on, man. That was 10 out of 10. I'm not. I did like how Bakugo broke the fourth wall. He did. He the, did break the fourth wall. That yeah, was that was super hard. That was fantastic. Yeah. But the, the train hasn't come to the station yet, so oh eight God. is as high as I can go. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, what, what about Black Clover Chapter 300? Big Chapter 300. They were kind of uh, hyping it up a little bit. Six. Wow, okay. You know what? I'm going to bump it up to a seven because they did what I wanted them to do through this entire like last few chapters. They finally did it. I'm gonna. It's going to get a seven for me from that. I'm going to give it a 7 as well. Uh, what about Dr. Stone 205? <laughs> you mean Dr. You mean Dragon Quest, the Avengers of Tinko, right? <laughs> yeah. I call bullshit. <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> We're going to have that sound effect on here at some point because I call bullshit for this chapter. I actually don't because I've talked to actual programs and I know someone who could do shit like that. <laughs> I, just, I call bullshit personally, but how are you guys feeling on this chapter? 7. I mean, I'm going to get... I mean, seven's good. I think seven, seven's it. fine. Uh, Mission Yuzakura Family. Give a seven. I am. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's done that too. Don't call me out like that. Zach's done the same thing. Uh, I Mich- know he hyped it up last week and they gave it a six. Like, bro. But he's also giving it a seven when he's called bullshit. Don't, don't, don't move the bus like this. Come on, what are you doing? Was that me hyping? Not- no, I was explaining what the heck happened with being super vague. Oh, that was all the hype stuff for me. Next, anyway, next up, Mission Core Family, Chapter 91, giving this one a nine. Really good stuff going on right now. Really pumped for the next one, too. Uh, Undone Luck, Chapter 72, I gave this one a seven, personally. Um, Mashal, uh, Chapter 71, I gave it an eight. How are you guys feeling on it? I give it an eight. I'll agree with an eight. Sakamoto Days, 32. Kind of a one-off chapter, but still very enjoyable. It was very enjoyable. <laughs> I'm going to give it an 8. I gave it an 8, too. I lose the Samurai, chapter 25. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it an 8, just because that ending panel. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving it an 8, too, because You the need ending. to fix what you did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you don't know what you did to me. Uh, Witch Watch, chapter 23. I'm, I'm going to give it a seven. Still didn't read it. Really? <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, Blue Box Chapter 14. 
I'll give it an eight. I give it an eight as well. Candy Flurry Chapter Thirteen. I'm gonna give it a four. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> you are very critical on this series. I mean, I'm completely uninvested into it. That's fair. I actually gave this chapter an eight. I thought it was a good chapter. Yeah. I really enjoyed this one. Um, what about uh, Red Hood Chapter Four? This is a good chapter. It was a good chapter. I'm gonna give it a seven. I gave it an eight personally. I'm going to give it Mary Poppins Bag of Holding. <laughs> what about, okay. <laughs> what about Nero Chapter 3? I give it an 8. I give it a 7. I'm not really sure about Nero. I'm going to give it a 6. I will um, say after I'm, this, on the, I'm on the fence. I will say after this chapter, anyone with a foot fetish is really going to enjoy this series, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah. So, we, of course, uh, it is that time again. We got Dragon Ball Super and Boruto chapters that came out. So, for Dragon Ball Super, I gave it an 8. But, man, I smell it. It's in the air. It's in the air, man. The chapter ended with a new Vegeta form, but, man, I smell it. Vegeta's about to get his shit wrecked in a chapter or two. (laughs) I smell it. It's coming. He's about to get his shit knocked into the ground, and Goku, who just woke up, is going to come save the fucking day. I'm feeling it. That's how Dragon Ball works. Yes. The the series really should be called Vegeta Gets His Salad Toss. Yes. Yes. I mean, they don't really have Krillin in it anymore, so... Uh, don't don't knock my boy like that. Uh, <laughs> the new Yamcha. Yeah, yeah. He re- basically, but no. I mean, his new form looks cool. It's like it's it's kind of like a spin on Super Saiyan three because the eyebrows and the pupils are the same, but it's not Super Saiyan three. It's something different. Um, but I mean, I gave it an eight. But I'm telling you, that beat down's coming. Give it a couple chapters. A couple months from now, he'll get he'll be face down in the dirt. Uh, Boracho <laughs> chapter sixty. I gave this one a seven. Nothing really happened this month. Um, it was just more build up for what's to come. As I've mentioned before, Boruto manga has been uh, being teased that it, it's approaching like its final arc before that time skip. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I said, nothing really happened. What about Kaiju number eight, chapter forty? I gave this an eight I'm gonna, personally. I'm gonna give it an eight. Eight for eight. I'm gonna give it a seven. Okay. Uh, we do ha- we did have two releases for the Chojin X series that it has no actual release schedule. Chapters three and four. We'll take some time and really dive into that here at a, in a, probably probably next week, honestly. Um, but Josh, I, I know you read them. I believe I think you read them as well. What would you guys rate these chapters? I really like this series. I'm gonna keep reading it. I'm gonna give chapter. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm just gonna give them both an eight. Okay. Like rate them together. Double seven. So Double seven. Okay. Uh, what about Tokyo Avengers two fifteen? I'll give it a seven. I gave it an eight. Eden zero one fifty two. I don't know why Rebecca's happy. <laughs> like all I can think in my head is, you saw what happened. And you still think you this trick is going to work. Okay. Uh, seven. Uh, I gave it a seven as well. Uh, to your eternity, 146.5. Hit the button. <laughs> what the f*** is this chapter? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> like, legitimately. What was I supposed to learn here? Man, I don't know. Like you, as you as you've seen reading up to this, like the like the author will have these point whatever chapters, which is just like a little extra spin off on something, and that's what this was was just a little extra spin off on that bitch still being upset, even though she was a total bitch. 
to our other character. She was upset about it. I was like, oh, I upset so-and-so. And Emo's just like, okay, bye. You know, not giving a fuck. Uh, but, I mean, you know, the stuff with the little girl at the beginning. I mean, I don't know, man. It was. I mean, the little girl stuff I was fine with. It was sort of a after everything that's happened build up. But other than that, it was mud balls, top be gone, and yep. uh, March. Yep. What would you rate it? Uh, six. Uh, I'll side with six, yeah. Seven Daily Sins, Fortnite's The Apocalypse, Chapter 24. Giving this one an eight. I'm very pumped for what's to come. Uh, Hauser was introduced at the end. Our boy, you know, the, the, uh, that's the, uh, the tornado dude, the tornado knight. Oh, okay. Well, he has no idea, but Josh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, man. No, fuck you. God damn it. Oh, whatever. Hauser came back. Hauser's was introduced at the end drinking. And, uh, the setup that we have going is that our current crew is on their way to Leonis. Um, you know, and it has already been a fit, you know, which as we'd safely assume Meliodas is of course still the King. So looking forward to getting reintroduced to those characters. Cause like I, like I mentioned, I think in episode two ago, Arthur is very fucked up right now. I'm glad you've gone to actually liking the series when you were really worried after those like first four chapters. Yeah. It didn't have a great start in my opinion, man, but it's really picked up. We're, we're getting somewhere. I'm here for it. See, I give that one an eight Ranger reject chapter 22. I'll give that one a seven. Uh, got a high school five twenty four. How would you rate it? I'll give it a seven. I give it an eight. Uh, soul leveling one fifty nine. I'll give it a nine. I give it a nine as well. Weak hero one forty seven. Shit's about to pop off. Yes, it is. I I almost flirted with a nine immediately because it just like had a, like a really great ending. But then I'm just like, well, let's let's reel it back a little bit. I'm giving it an eight, but next chapter will probably be a nine. I agree with an eight because it's about to pop off. Uh, what about L seed one twenty one? Nine. Uh, favorite chapter of the week. Elusive Samurai, last panel. <laughs> That's totally fair. Uh, I'd say My Hero for me. Great chapter. Very, very good chapter. Yeah, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'll go with One Piece. One Piece? I respect that. It, had, it did have a very good ending after all. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's it for this episode. We hit everything that we want to hit. Uh, I will say uh, next week on episode uh, 44, we will be talking about Fujimoto's uh, one shot that just came out, uh, Don't Look Back, I believe is what it was called, correct? What, correct. What was the English name? Was it Don't Look Back? I thought it had a different English name. It was Look Back. Yeah, it was, it was Look Back. Look Back, yeah. okay. Look back. You know, that, of course, you know, as we talked about, it's like 140-something pages. It's described like a feature film almost. I mean, that's how it felt, too. Yeah, so we will be talking about that next week because, of course, you know, next week we're going to have a decent little, like, 10-minute span here of no content because we don't have our, our normal manga chapters and stuff. So we're going to take that time to really digest uh, that one shot because of how lengthy it is. So look forward to that on episode 44 and, you know, whatever else is going to kind of come out through the week, I guess. But um, uh, Zach, Josh, you guys have anything that you guys want to say to finish off the show here before we get out of here and go play Pokemon Unite? I'm just <laughs> going to say uh, like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. If you are watching this on YouTube and you like what's going on, please hit that subscribe button. And if you really like what's going on, you can hit the bell so it notifies you whenever a new video goes up or any of our tons of clips that are now being posted every weekend. Uh, thank you very much. And where is that? YouTube.com forward slash Sparky3 and involving the clips. John, shout out to you. You were absolutely incredible. I ha you know, just for the record, I got someone helping me do the clips and do the videos. I love John to death right now. It make, it's making my life so much easier. I love it. I'm here for it. Uh, Josh, what you got, man? I wish it made my life easier. Um, <laughs> yeah, follow us on Twitter at Anime Plus. Sometimes I tweet. Sometimes I don't. I don't know. 
Yeah, we gotta get better. I'm tired. We, we gotta get better at that as a whole. Yeah. As a collective. We gotta get better at that. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Like I said, look forward to next week with uh, the look back uh, thoughts. I'm looking forward to talking about that with you boys next week. And uh, once again, shout out to both these guys. Their birthdays are back-to-back days this week. Shout out to both of them. I appreciate both of you guys and everything that you guys do here for Sparky3, for Animan Plus, for Lighthearted Gamers, everything in between. Uh, with that said, again, hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully the stuff with Dragon Ball Super was awesome. If it's not, oh well. We got to <laughs> keep it moving. Shout out to Hitman Reborn. Shout out to... Uh, fan service on my hero and shout out to awesome manga cells i guess all right time to play pokemon you not see you guys later bye bye, bye.